0: This show is part of the Headstuff Podcast Network.
1: Hello and welcome to That's Bangin', the food and drink podcast of Ireland. Where we talk to
2: some of the brightest culinary minds in the country, as well as some people who are just passionate about their food and drink.
1: You'll hear all about what it takes to get a Michelin star above the door, as well as tales of adventure around some of the best places on our wonderful island.
2: All of this while we fill you in on the latest foodie happenings around the country and tell you what great bits we've been eating recently.
1: In association with the local fresh and tasty beer Hop House13, made with more hops for more taste and more character. Please remember to always drink responsibly.
3: That's banging
2: with Chris and
1: Hello, I'm Chris Mellon, and I'm joined by my brother from another, Mr. Marcus O'Leary. How are you, fella? Good weekend? Good weekend, man. Very lazy weekend. have to say, uh,
2: really, genuinely, like, had a very active week. And then, uh, just this weekend, just a lot of couch, a lot of sopranos. A lot of sopranos. Nice. Yeah. Lazy Sundays Lazy Sundays I put up a thing yesterday Saying Lazy Sunday Was actually Monday Yeah I know was that. I was <laughs> going to
3: say it to Forgot <laughs> it was the
1: bank holiday But yeah no Good weekend What about yourself Good week Good 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 Quite relaxing as well Didn't get, didn't get up to too much Well I was down in Galway um, During the week last week But uh, you know it wasn't, it wasn't a food field trip It was more I went to races So I was like you know But um, yeah yeah So they're basically yeah. What, what have you been up to eat What have you been eating This weekend I've eaten well I, Okay so
2: Two things I First of all I have to give a shout out To Dashburger dash burger barry i got it delivered yesterday and it was like it was savage yeah it was actually like do you know what like i've gotten a lot of burgers delivered in my day we're gonna be talking burgers in this episode yeah it was savage but then also uh, (laughs) oh my god i'll explain what just happened in a bit um then um i'm gonna i'm gonna i'm gonna (laughs) cut that we've got giggles going on (laughs) Have to give a shout out as well to a restaurant that really surprised me. Um, by just how good it was. I was expecting it to be good, but big fan bao. Yeah. Went and it was savage. Yeah. Sea bass to share steamed with uh, with kind of a lot of chinese herbs. It's like unbelievable. Rare roast beef, gorgeous. Shaolong long bao soup dumplings. Yeah. Savage. The, the visuals
1: as, and what I've seen looks fantastic. As
2: good as any I've had anywhere in the world. Yeah. Really 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 good. Really and really good great. price point service was brilliant.
1: And that's big fan That's on Angel Street now, isn't it? It's
2: on Angel Street. Also, I didn't eat this, but I saw it on Instagram. A friend of mine went there, um, and I was actually Eto is back open, which Eto'o is one of my favourite restaurants open. in the world. And I saw a picture on their Instagram of the Eto mussels with the andouille and sweet corn. Ooh. And I've it was honestly like the longing that I
1: felt when I saw that photo was beautiful. Oh my god. It was gorgeous. Fantastic, fantastic. Um I was out in Haute I love it. I love a Sunday trip out to Haute It's like, you know, it's my it's my place. I just go to relax when I when I when I'm not full of beer on the weekends. You know, out to Hout, and like what I do when I go to Hout is just eat everything because you know you go into Hout Market and then you have your choice of like you know there's a few little different bits and bobs. There's like actually Bullet right. Shout out to Bullet because they're basically they're popping up everywhere at the moment. Like they have a they have a spot now. So basically Bullet is on just off Cable Street. They have the little dumpling next door. So the, you know they do their big roast meats, their duck, and like you know the um. Charles. Yeah. yeah, really good. But I just think they popped up in Hope Market now. They have another pop up there. They're also in you know your 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 St. Dan's Market, your People's mm-hmm. par- uh, not People's Park, but um, Herbert Park. Yeah. And then they've another spot out in Dublin Twelve as well. Like it's kind of just off the walking. I know. They're just flying. They're everywhere, and they do. I think dumplings wise, you know, they're they're up there like best dim sum around. Like some of it, like they're okay. really 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 good, really really good. Just be- big be- big talk. Big talk. Big dim sum talk. Big talk. But, uh, yeah, but also just the roast meats and stuff like that. But yeah, bullet in the market. And then what else did I have? I'm trying to think now. There's that- a lot
2: of good eating in health.
1: There's a lot of good eating. A lot of good eating in health. Like I Mamo. Know, Mamo. yeah. So I actually went into. um Market, yeah, market, yeah. I went to the yeah. market, like, so like I love as well when you walk into a wine store and they have like you know like a little like little little blurb. Telling you about what's in there, what 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 this bottle? Tell it the, the love from the bottle, you know. Yeah. And uh, where else was I? So then I actually popped up to. Uh, so I didn't even know how had a GA club. How is one of these mysterious places where you just kind of find things when you're walking? You around. You found a lake up there. I found once, a didn't lake up there once. It's actually well, the GA club is actually quite quite near to the lake. But uh, as we know, crew love crew, Cable Street, the New Orleans inspired. Um, yeah. So they have, they are all, they have their own food truck now. It's called Side Chick. So they're actually parked. It's probably like the best setting for a food truck. Like, well, one of them in Ireland anyway. They're parked in the GA club, but it just overlooks the whole of Dublin. It's really cool, and they've a massive menu like taken from crew itself. But uh, yeah, I was up there yesterday, and uh, just you know, just it's crew, it's fab. It's like you know, hot fire chicken. It's uh, voodoo wings, mac and your, cheese, yeah, mac and cheese, black, comfort black, sun, black garlic food. and parmesan, yeah, Sunday yeah. food, yeah, yeah. But uh, yeah, so like, I suppose that's like what the what I've been eating this week. But uh, I suppose one of the biggest bits of news this week that we had was the first reveal of May Restaurant in Balls Bridge. So the bookings went live on Saturday, and three months of bookings were snapped up in a matter of hours. And this leads us wonderfully onto this week's guests. So, named Chef of the Year by the Irish Independent, as well as Best Under Thirty at the Food and Wine Awards, she is known for her time as head chef at Michelin Bib Gourmand Clambrassle House, as well as being the culinary director of Fabulous Burger, head chef and owner of Dublin's most exciting new opening, Grania O'Keefe. Welcome to that Bang. Hello. <laughs> How are you, Grania?
0: Good, good. That's some intro. Um yeah, I am. Um, I'm doing well. Kind of a jealous that are have so much time to go out and get food. And like yeah, well, to be <laughs> fair, you, you
2: are busy at the moment. You are actually probably one of the busiest people I know. Like, you know, opening a new restaurant is time-consuming enough. But at the same time, you are also culinary director... Of an ever-expanding burger empire. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Um. We actually, yeah, bujo, And we've just... So we're opening in Mount, obviously, for, God, like four years now. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and we just opened in Castle Knock. We're going to be opening in Turnier. We're going to be opening in Central Plaza.
2: Central Plaza. Yeah, so I mean, yeah. that's... Like, it's kind of... I remember when... when Back in the day when we did our burger collab. <laughs> best that burger. feels
0: like years ago. When was that? It was about two years ago. Uh, yeah, because it was years ago. Like, we're, talk, we're, talking, <laughs> we're talking
2: years plural at this point. Yeah. Um, yeah, But it was, you know, a neighborhood burger joint. Mm. And there was always plans. It, it it was always built to be something bigger.
0: Yeah, it, it was. And, it you know, it's always. Yeah, the, the work we put in initially was always to scale it up. But we took our time purposely because we didn't just want to open everywhere mm-hmm. and you know kind of struggle or mm-hmm. of you course, know we just, yeah. just want to do it right so that's why we're we're very selective about where we open how we open and, and especially with the sustainability piece behind it because we've got a three star rating from the SRA mm-hmm. um, we need to be very mindful of how we do things and it's it's a long process but it's
2: so you said Terranure is opening as well. Yeah. I didn't know about that. A new Central
3: Plaza,
0: <laughs> but
1: wow! Yeah, yeah. Have yeah. you heard it? Yeah, I, got, it's I new. got. I got the news today. I was very lucky to visit the uh, the D15 location. Now it's quite quite a spectacular facility facility, I'd call it, because what you've done up there. It's it, it, it's it's spectacular, it really is. So you you can kind of talk us through it. It's these containers that have been redeveloped.
0: Yeah, so it's a, it's, it's repurposed shipping containers, um, and it's in Junction Six and Nock And even like the the gate for the the back door where mm, the deliveries come amazing. in is is made from like the the old sides of shipping containers. So it's like a sliding door, um, which is actually it's 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 not even a, a part of it. It's just yeah. but it is. Um, and yeah, like it's completely based on Click and Collect, so you pre-order, you go and it's ready at the time that you choose and then you get your boujo and then you just take it and you go, you go there's you, no waiting eat around eat it in the car yeah, well, you eat can, it at you home you can drive
1: up and collect it am I right
0: yeah so it is a, it's a drive through pick mm-hmm. and collect yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, you can also walk up but it's it's mainly it's built yeah. for drive through like that's the kind of whole purpose and the whole Junction 6 area is built basically for cars to get around really easily as yeah, well
1: yeah for it, people that don't know Junction 6 it's like uh it's just off the M50 at the entry so Blanchetown Castlenock and it used to be I'm pretty sure it was a total fitness back in the day but it's became like a health village now so you have all these kind of different gyms in there you've got I've been into a few of them Metcon and Jer Conroy and um, there's even A health th- village A health <laughs> village Yeah there's even I actually was in a Get a drip there A couple of weeks ago as well like, Oh so, did you do that IV thing Yeah and there's a recovery room There's all sorts of Different things in it But it's really fantastic But the, but now you have Like when you actually Drive into it Now the first thing That like you know It's it's the, the centre point of These massive blue containers With the Mart logos All over them Which is fantastic It stands and, out yeah. it does stand, Well I love your branding I've always said that You know it, it really does stand well, out I, d- I just love that you can go in Do like a two hour work out <laughs> then go in get an IV and then finish it all off
0: <laughs> with a burger and chips it's like <laughs> it's the I- ideal day and yeah. it, it, you know it's, it's really it was really nice as well that that Castle Knock was their second occasion because I'm obviously I'm from Blanchard Sound. Yeah, and it's funny when I initially was it on Twitter I put it up and said oh, you know like it's amazing because I'm from, from Blanche and it's great to be opening here and the amount of people that were like is it Casanac or is it sand <laughs> yeah. Like which is it? Because like there's some mad rivalry going oh, on there. Apparently, wh- like
2: when I had um when I had the Sambo Ambo in Clancilla, like really you do get to see the like the real big differences between. All these parts of them they kind of blend into each other.
0: Even Clons- like parts of Clonzilla is technically Mead as well, isn't yeah,
1: it? Well, yeah, Funny, yeah. yeah. You think oh, yeah. I know this by so now? So I think when you're in Hunst- when you're in Hunstown, you can like walk through like this little like fence, and then you go you walk you walk from like Mead into or Dublin into Mead It's like and, uh, you know there's that pub in like
2: somewhere in Belgium where technically you're in the Netherlands if you go to the bathroom. <laughs> yeah, like well, yeah, <laughs> yeah, not quite like that. May as well be. May as well be. So, Grania, kind of like, kind of going back, and kind of just to give a bit of a before we talk about May, before we talk about everything that you're smashing, tell us a little bit about yourself
0: um, for anybody who doesn't know. I just, apart from uh, work, what, I don't really know what else there is. So you have so you have some background, <laughs> with you, you have some background
1: with your family in Leitrim. Like, does that? So tell. Actually, let's talk about May. Let's talk about May as a woman. So she is the she is the muse behind the restaurant so like how, how has May inspired you as a person how, how has she inspired you as a chef
0: so May is my grandmother um, and May passed away a few years ago um, and yeah the, the restaurant is named after her and it's funny so initially um, I remember I was trying to think of a name for the restaurant and me and my housemates to be at home and came up with a few names and like i'm not even going to say them because like ah <laughs> oh. so there was some of them Can that give I was... us one <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no because it will be used against me for like the rest <laughs> of my life and it will be all like anyone will ever like know the restaurant doesn't what's <laughs> up so i'm just <laughs> yeah. not i'm just not going there um and you know i picked a name and then after about two weeks i'd be like oh, i don't i don't like that name anymore like it's yeah. stupid this mm-hmm. doesn't sound right and then i can't i can't even remember what it was. Like, my granddad passed away a few months ago as well. I'm kind of in the middle of everything with, with the restaurant open and I just kind of, just kind of taught May is, is a really nice name. May was mm-hmm. a, an incredible lady. Um, Her name was Mary O'Keefe, but, Everyone knew her as May. Until her funeral, I didn't even know her name was Mary. Really? Yeah, because yeah. it was... Well, I knew her as Nanny, but, yeah. like, yeah. Um, everyone knew her as May. It's kind of like an old Irish thing. Like, a friend of mine was saying his grandmother was called May. I think in Portuguese it means grandmother or maybe mother. Really? Yeah. Okay. Um, and Which is... I didn't know even, like, after I named the restaurant. It was just one of the old kitchen reporters from yeah. CBH Let me message, and he's Portuguese, and he said, Oh, do you know this? And I said, No. Um, and she's an incredible lady, so she was my grandmother and her and my grandfather lived in Leitrim. So she was from okay. Leitrim. They had a farm there. My grandfather was like a chef in the army. He at one point made like ballet pumps for like really famous Russian ballerinas. No way. He had a farm, he had bulls, he would go fishing in the lake. And my grandmother is just like, she was just incredible. She was an amazing cook, amazing baker. um, And she worked in the farm as well. Just two really, really, really incredible, humble people who yeah. Um, it's unfortunate that they aren't going to be around to see the restaurant's mm-hmm. opening um, and that they didn't even know about it. Um, but it's also just something that they never would have expected. Yeah. Um, and it's nice to, to remember people like that um, in a way.
2: I think it's incredible as well, you know, like talking about, you know, the fact that she was an amazing cook, an amazing baker. Your grandfather had all these animals, vegetables, like everything that their legacy can kind of live on Mm -hmm. yeah
0: and it's it's, it's funny like I like yeah I grew up in Blanche I grew up in like Fish Fingers and us mm. crispy pancakes. Listen, no 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 shade can be thrown on a crispy pancake. <laughs> Do you know like here. like jars jared on Mio and you'd be throwing like dry thyme and I think you're going rams here. No, it's
2: Oregano. <laughs>
0: <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> Making like the you know the little old Paso kits like and like yeah. throwing like like dried garlic into it thinking mm. you're like Do you know what
2: I, I think <laughs> the bees knees I think there's a place for that. Like genuinely potato waffles in the toaster.
0: Yeah. Like
2: God tier. Yeah, like a cup of beans with a fry. A cup of beans, yeah. Microwave yeah.
1: But no, yeah. Bachelors are Heinz. Uh, <laughs> I would always be. I think Heinz. I'm a cameraman, so I have to be bachelors. Are,
0: are they made? That, there was one of them that didn't like beans. They took the sugar out of beans or something. Literally. Oh, the, su- the sugar-free beans are yeah. nah, they, <laughs> no, they can stay in the camp. We need they sugar stay. and things. <laughs> yeah. um,
2: so would you spend time in Leitrim growing up then?
0: Yeah, so like the best memories I had growing up, 100% were in Leitrim. Um, we would go like a few times a year and stay in their little house that they had there mm. and just just it was just it, it was a different world and the food and leitrim like i think it was only a few years ago that they got their first traffic lights yeah like when i say it's in the middle of nowhere where they live like it really is in the middle of nowhere um and the food just was always just like fresh fresh yeah local um I actually have a really funny story so i was asking so i'm doing this chef's supper club yeah yes. that, we'll get on yeah, to yeah. that that's another yeah. that's another thing we'll, yeah. we'll get on yeah. to that um and that's actually based around Leitrim and recipes, you know, from my nanny and grandmas. No wow. Yeah. Um,
2: I'd say this is probably the first restaurant. It's the first kind of menu inspired by Leitrim. Yeah. In the world. <laughs> could be could be the first anything inspired by Leitrim. It's big news!
0: Yeah. Big, big news, news! Big news in Leitrim. Um, big news in Leitrim. Um. And my cousin was telling me a story. So she's she's a good bit older than me. Um. And she said when she was growing up, she brought a friend of hers to visit. And her friend was a vegetarian. And now when I say she was probably the first and last vegetarian in nature, I'm like, yeah. <laughs> I'm not even joking. <laughs> and so she came to my grandparents house for dinner and they always had dinner at two o'clock and yeah. it was always a massive pile of potatoes and you'd have to kind of really dig into them and there'd be some a pork chop or a piece <laughs> of beef or something yeah. inside and then like a ton of vegetables. Like it didn't even matter if you were two years old, like you were getting that plate you were, yeah, you, yeah, were yeah. you were going <laughs> to eat it. And so the vegetarian came and I think my cousin bought like a jar of sauce and a thing of pasta in the shop or something, mm. brought it back to the house. My nanny was just kind of like, I was just like, what is this? I don't yeah. like <laughs> what, what do I do? So she made it for anyway. The vegetarian was just kind of sitting there. Um, and then about two seconds later, my nanny comes out of the kitchen with like a, a massive plate of like potatoes and pork chops. And was like, yeah, yeah. just in case you change your mind. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> so one of, one of the dishes that I'm doing on the the Chef's Super Club menu is um like an annulati but ganjiali kind of oh, yeah. like. Mm just a little homage to the vegetarian eating pasta and then like getting some pork brought out around the I side. I love that. Yeah, it was um I was I was quite happy with that uh I, I think one thing, that.
2: you know, growing up in cities where like vegetarianism was kind of common like in Dublin I remember, you know, in the 90s having friends whose parents were vegetarian. But then also like going to places like Paris. Like I remember a vegetarian friend coming to visit us. And this is like 2006 or 7 and like being in a being in a restaurant in Paris. You ordered a vegetarian salad and there was ham in it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and like I remember the waiter has been like it's only a little bit.
1: <laughs> like, yeah, sure, yeah. there's some chefs that say like you know what's the vegetarian option There's chicken. Yeah.
2: <laughs> yeah. No, like
1: yeah, it's kind of yeah,
2: listen, vegetarians you've probably eaten a lot of chicken stock in everything <laughs> that you're getting. Uh, you
0: would hope not. Like I I think it's um it is. It's it's a skill, and even isn't. it 11 Madison Parker. They're gone yeah. ve- vegan now, not even vegetarian. I saw vegan. that. Yeah,
2: it's also um,
0: which is massive. That's huge. Yeah. yeah. Well, um, so it is. It's a it's a massive skill to be able to produce the same kind of quality and standard of mm. food without using any any vegetable or any animal products.
2: But I think it's something that, like you know, when you actually look at what ends up on your plate, right, and you have you know your kind of your main meats, your 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 beef, your lamb, your pork, your chicken, and mm-hmm. then you might have your game and venison and everything like that. That's maybe it comes to maybe what like twelve ingredients regularly. You have fish then, but mm-hmm. then you look at the amount of vegetables, the amount of herbs, the amount of fruits, the amount of kind of in the in the library of flavors. You have more to play with. You have more to play with, and yeah. once you actually understand, I think it's amazing that like the best vegetarian food that I've ever had is cooked generally in very good restaurants that cook, you know, just high standard. Like I re- remember having the vegetarian tasting menu in um in the greenhouse a couple of years ago and it was phenomenal mm-hmm. yeah. I've been to vegetarian restaurants where they don't know how to cook a vegetable yeah yeah, yeah
0: it's it's yeah it just depends on the, the skill like to be fair anything Michael cooks is going to be phenomenal yeah. I mean I'm, I'm pretty sure you could just hand him a loaf of bread and that's the <laughs> only ingredient he have and it would be somehow, phenom- somehow phenomenal yeah. so yeah it does it just kind of depends on the skill and then also the understanding that the chef has mm. of the actual food they're cooking
2: so what, what are we looking at in May?
0: in May um, that is a good question yeah <laughs>
2: any kind of thoughts so is the food going to be inspired by your t- time in Leitrim as well
0: um, like to a point not really um, in terms of kind of like sourcing locally and it being seasonal yes yeah. absolutely Um, but you know am I going to be serving a plate of you know Potatoes and pork chops? No. no. Um, or like Weedabix with hot milk? No. Um,
2: Listen, again, uh, so oh kind God. of the format, it's a tasting menu. So it's basically you go in it is, one menu.
0: Yeah, it's, I, I don't know, I'm kind of, not that I don't like the term tasting menu, but I think when people think tasting menu, they think of really small little bits and that they're going to yeah. leave hungry and that's very fine dining. And I kind of, that's not what the aim is. It's more of a, it's a set menu.
2: Would this be similar to, obviously, uh, Clambrassel House was where I got to know you as a chef, yeah, and as a person. Um, and whenever I went in, there was always the family style menu. They got me. There was always these bits. There's, you know, there was some classics. There was the, the trout on the trout on bread, the the hot fermentu- smoked oh, trout, I'm yeah, pickled the yeah. cabbage. Mm-hmm. There was always the bit. There was the 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 moose with the or the chicken um, parfait. The I, parfait. Oh, I love I the thermosalata the on, the, on the oh, toast Yeah, but really the, good. But it's that kind of thing where it's like it's less of a like, and oh, now we have a. Butch the with it. <laughs> yeah. no, it's, a, it's, not, it's not up its own arse. It's actually just really savage yeah. food. And it's kind of like, here's a bit, and here's a bit,
1: and here's a bit. Like, yeah. it is a difference to a tasting menu. Like, yeah, well, you, kind are you yeah. going to be bringing back, you're not going to be bringing back, like, the, the whiskey dry-aged Higgins butchers like no, that? No, yeah. know I'm
0: not. And actually, I'm um, a lot of people have been asking me, like, are you going to do the hash? And are you going to do the, the trout? And are you going to do the, the whiskey-aged beef? And I'm not. And as much as I absolutely, obviously, love those Mm -hmm. menu items um, and cooking them I feel like I've kind of moved on now to something that's different this Mm -hmm. is kind of my first solo venture this is my first restaurant and I wanted to be more kind of about what represents me best Um, and while that did when I was in Clembrassel House I I feel like I've kind of moved on from that Mm -hmm. and I did probably become known you know as like Someone who'd be at the big grill and yeah. you know heavily associated with like meats yeah. and and open kind of re- fire open cooking. fire cooking. Yeah. And, and while like I'm still we have a little conroe grill in May and a little smoker. Um, I kind of want to move away from being you know steak and chips. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And be more you know just more about what I feel represents. No, I'm just looking
1: at a sample menu here. Some of the dishes that we've we've got mentioned are. Brioche, chicken liver, truffle, aged parmesan, agnolotti, uh, artichoke, leek, uh, cod, pepper, dulce, uh, courgette. So that's what 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 like what talk is true. Talk talk is One of these just to say.
0: So you have you you come into May. You sit down. Um, you're gonna have bread and butter. You are gonna have three snacks. Um, so those first three are the snacks. So it would be, a piece of brioche with some chicken liver. Yeah. Um, a little beetroot. Tart with goat cheese and, and walnut. Um, what's the other one there? Giving- <laughs> <laughs> I've got nothing for you. I, I, I don't actually have the menu. I just have, I just have the article I, in the Times. <laughs> no. <laughs>
1: <laughs> something else small and fantastic. we we'll go <laughs> with that. Something
0: else small and fantastic. Mm. Um, there's going to be a Parmesan annulati. There's mm. going to be a grilled scallop with excess oh, sauce. Yeah. Mm. And then you'll have a choice of main course. So Higgins, Butchers in 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 Sutton is doing this amazing cut of ribeye for me. Um, like He's he's taking the the kind of capitalist spinale oh, dorsi yeah, yeah, yeah. off. Um, so it's just kind of like the center cut of the ribeye. Okay. Um, and I'm also going to do like a braised beef cheek with that as well. Some morels some tarragon. Is that the
2: picture you were kind of teasing out on your Instagram? Yeah, like, yeah. I just
0: kind of put it up um, yeah. and like people didn't even know what it was and they were just going nuts for a life. <laughs> I was
2: just looking at the morales and just going, yeah, <laughs> I, I need this.
0: this the morales are actually, so it's, um, when I did, I did a stage in Le Bernardin uh, a few years ago and their saucy like their sauce chef is incredible. Yeah. Like he's world renowned and he did this sauce with mushrooms. It's just like really, really, really simple mm. mushroom broth stock. And then, like, steep the morels into it. Um, so I just kind of took that and, and did it. With so, you're them. almost
2: kind of like double infusing this mushroom stock, yeah. Oh like, it's God. insane.
0: It's like I remember they had it on a halibut dish, and it was just beautiful, pretty, yeah, really nice. Um, and then apple tartatan with calvados, yeah, fresh. Oh, yeah, probably do a little chocolate there, you know, a little some creme. for the people who don't like um, tartatan. I mean, just yeah, they exist, they, they exist. exist. And do you know there. what.
2: <laughs> i don't want their drama in my <laughs> life <laughs> 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 and, uh, yeah. and
0: also like celiacs um yeah. <laughs> a, <laughs> you oh, know, yeah. pe- people who actually can't have it because they just can't, can't um yeah the, and also like there's a huge focus on wine so yeah so you're
1: above french paradox in We're balls bridge both the, don't the french
0: paradox in balls bridge, and there's a partnership there between may and the french paradox mm-hmm. in that they will be you know doing the wine list mm-hmm. in in partnership with our sommelier manager mm-hmm. Julian yeah. who has so, been in the French products for a long time yeah
1: so it'll be mainly french focused wine list
0: um well french spanish i'm um, but not not completely mm-hmm. not just french and yeah, spanish yeah. um it's whatever works with the food absolutely um but they have like like I just yeah I need to talk about the French paradox for a second yeah. in terms of like I went in there during lockdown last year and I was just blown away like because mm. I I would rarely be in ballsbridge Bridge uh, yeah. even mm. though I'd be in Sandy Mountain a lot in Bujo and I was walking by and I was like, what is this place? It's beautiful. It's gorgeous. Mm-hmm. It's Went such in, a lovely shop, yeah. Went in, was shouting to the lads. So it's like Patrick and Jacques are the two sons. And they've taken over from Tanya and Pierre, who obviously mm-hmm. own the French Paradox have ran it like very successfully for like 20 years. The two boys have taken over. So they're doing like tastings, um, wine tastings. They used to do food upstairs, like charcuterie, cheese, like kind of small Yeah, it was a little place, wine bar. Castellet, like a wine bar, mm, but the, yeah. the food kind of took over. They wanted the, the focus to be more on the wine, but food just always takes over. Yeah. Um, so they decided, you know, let's let's, you know, have someone else take over the second mm-hmm. floor and let's focus on the wine shop. And that's what they did. And I'm in there now and I'm upstairs in May. But we also have like a problem, Texas, um, which is, so you know, a caravan? Yeah. Um, so basically, for people listening that don't know, a caravan is like a gas
2: it, 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 it basically it's an argon gas system. Yeah, so yeah. it pushes yeah. argon in, so the oxygen doesn't oxidize
1: the wine. Exactly. So yeah. you can
0: you can like usually with Caravan, you'd be tasting like a really expensive wine, mm-hmm. um, and you can have it, you know, a bit without it ruining the bottle. Mm-hmm. And I think it say it's for like three weeks or something, it's something like that. Yeah, yeah. Um. So the ProvenTech system we have, um, we have twenty taps, so we can put any bottle of wine into that. Tap system and it's the same. It's basically the same. Yeah. It's, run, it's run on gas, um. So we can have any wine from downstairs by the glass okay, upstairs, well, right. which is yeah, gonna yeah. really feed into the the pairing. So there's gonna be two tiers of pairings for the for the food menu. May mm-hmm. so the kind of just a, a regular. Wine pairing, which yeah. would be also like it'd be really really good wines, mm-hmm. and then a, a kind of second level for people who might want to taste, you know, more expensive, interesting wines Yeah,
3: brilliant.
0: Um we're also going to have a really you know extensive wine list that mm-hmm. Julia and Patrick and Jack have designed together. Um, with a focus on you know the regions rather than just the grape variety. Yeah, mm-hmm. of course. Um, and the winemakers themselves, and kind of tell a bit of their story because majority of the wines that they have are sourced directly from the vineyards.
2: Yeah, mm-hmm. so they
0: don't you know
2: it's always been something very interesting about the French Paradox where like you're not yeah. going in there and seeing the same 10 bottles no, that you're no. seeing everywhere else like, and they actually th- have their own unique stuff yeah, yeah it's
0: something that kind of like I was just blown away when I when I was talking to the two lads initially because they just know so much and they don't even realise it like it's not even an in your face thing mm. um, and they're, they're in, you know the way at the moment and I, I don't want this to come off as like I don't, I don't know how this comes um, You know, you kind of see the same 12 bottles of wine everywhere. Yeah, well, that's very fair. Yeah, a, yeah. With a big focus on like, you know, natural wines yeah. mm-hmm. and, you know, biodynamic or yeah. orange and, wines. Yeah, and yeah. that, And like I drink them myself. They're yeah. beautiful. A lot mm-hmm. of them are beautiful. They're more focused on um, like getting direct from really, really good producers mm-hmm. that they know in yeah. France and Spain or wherever else. Um, and just getting it purely based on the actual quality rather than what's popular if yeah. that makes sense yeah. and that's something that i that i really really like and i've learned so so much um about wine just through tastings with them over the past few months
2: in terms of that learning how are you finding making the jump from being a head chef of a very successful restaurant to actually being a chef owner
0: yeah because i mean um, that's
2: that's a big step like that's it huge. is it's, yeah. it's
0: something that kind of i wasn't even really planning on doing it Um. Like it wasn't full on a plan that I had. It just it, it literally just came up. The opportunity yeah. came up and I took it um, and it is it's it's quite it, it's it can be stressful. I mean, there's a lot to do. There's a mm, lot to do. Huge amount, um, yeah. huge amount. and there are a lot of stuff that I would never really had to do before you know like setting up accounts like yeah. oh my god setting up bank accounts oh stop like the vein of my life for about two like weeks the, the,
2: the bundle of forms that you have to <laughs> yeah. fill out you're like oh my god you make one little mistake in a box and they're like oh
0: sorry that's yeah. void. Oh. It's like oh you <laughs> yeah. used the wrong color pen that's void. it's like oh no there's another two days of my life yeah gone um on bank accounts and it, just a lot of stuff that usually i've just not had to do it before yeah and it's it, it, it is It's quite stressful And I can see why People Not everyone does open a restaurant mm. Oh um, my god yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Well
2: do you know what, It's one thing like Just looking at your story In the run up to this And like The level of Obsession over little things mm. That you've gone into Glassware Glassware Oh Bing. my god the
0: glasses yeah <laughs> Knives <laughs> Yeah uh,
2: like, Oh my god actually can I Knives I, yeah Can I ask this Because you've been putting up Stuff from <laughs> Like from Fingal Ferguson From a few other knife makers From Color Forge Are you getting Literally, knife knives made for the entire restaurant.
0: So, steak knives, isn't it? Yeah, it's kind of it's one of those things that. So, I went down to fit. So, Fingo Ferguson, just for anyone listening who doesn't know, is an absolute, like, he's just a fucking legend. He's the best. He's one he, of the best, like, he's he one is. of the best
2: dudes in the world. Like, he's, he is. Yeah. he's just like, shout out to Fingo. When I
0: grow up, I want to be Fingo Ferguson. <laughs> I think and. we all
2: do. And you know, yeah. like, when you look at his stories, and he's just like, in. In Gubbin in West Cork, mm. with an army of little kids running around just yeah. cooking outside in this amazing yeah. stuff, like in his warehouse. He's like, it's an unproblematic life. He wakes up, he cooks, he makes a knife, he's happy.
0: Yeah, <laughs> smokes some cheese, makes yeah. some charcuterie. Didn't know what you were going to say there. So, yeah,
2: like, are you like, it's kind of.
0: So yes. we yeah yeah so I went I went down we did a collaboration um, Bozo did a collaboration with Fingo he created a burger it was delicious um, and I went down to West Cork and we we were just boozing we were drinking some wine and we drank a lot of wine and we were sitting in his gaff and he was like do you know what do you know what you should do that no one else is doing and I was like what and he was like you should get like a box and have like like custom steak knives in them. And we kind of just went off, and it's tangent. And I was like, yeah, we can get this person to do it. And, you know, we bring them to the table. Anyway, so, like, I do this thing when I'm drinking. If I have a, a good idea, I'll write a little note on my phone. And I went yeah. up the next day, and I'm like, what the fuck? Is I this? do exactly <laughs> this. <same>. What <laughs> yeah. does this mean? Like, like, box. What is box, box for cats? Box <laughs> knife. <laughs> fingle. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> what? And I was like, fuck, that is a good idea. Yeah, um, yeah. So I have commissioned... Uh, just different knife makers from around Ireland and Mm. it's I eventually I want this to be like a kind of just from like a global yeah. like yeah. knife makers from all over the world um, the only thing is that it obviously takes a long time to get you know custom knives yeah. made yeah. so I have Fingals Sam Gleason's doing one Sam Gleason's
1: i have um, done
0: Blade Works a set one mm. um, there, there's there's how many I think, I, I think I, there's seven or eight at the moment there's a okay. lot of
1: good knife makers around the country there is mm. but it's
0: also like it's it's something more for like if you used to or two men yeah. and they, you know we bring over a little box oh is um, this
2: literally like choose your weapon yeah. Like oh my god yeah, that is yeah. amazing it's like
0: choose your fighter <laughs> yeah it's like you, you pick you pick a knife and just them we'll, we'll tell you like about that knife maker you know where amazing. they're based That's what amazing. they do so you know you pick fingers we'll tell you about you know he makes cheese mm. um he's a legend you pick sam gleason's we, we tell you all about like his knife making sam, skills sam is skill. amazing
2: well sam and like that, that whole ennis time and crew. Yeah. Um, amazing.
0: And he's he's going to be opening up his own oh God, I don't know if i actually meant to say this. <laughs> oh. I'm going to say it anyway. <laughs> oh, say, it. <laughs> okay. say it anyway, we might we can cut it out. I think <laughs> he's going to be opening up his, his own kind of knife making school um oh, fab. which is going to be really good. I can't yeah. remember what it is. but I'll ask him about it. Um, um if you
2: if you want to look at Sam cuz Sam is kind of he's a, he g- he gave me a knife a little paring knife. Yeah. And one thing it, if you want to check him out is this is what we do on Instagram Mm. he makes uh, the majority of his knives repurposed agricultural steel yeah which is incredible and like they they have this amazing patina on them they yeah it's just like he's a phenomenal knife maker and also just a phenomenal guy and like really if you're looking for a knife and you're listening to this and you're saying (laughs) hey do you know what I want the uh, the May experience at home. Mm. And yeah. I want a
1: selection. I was give Sam a shout.
0: Do. Yeah. like ding like yeah. Sam has said you ten years, so you're <laughs> <a> <laughs> <revolutionary>. <laughs> So Gronia May is
1: booked out now till the end of October.
0: Yeah, so it was mad. Um, I didn't know what to expect. So also like there's been a little camera following me around for kind of before the restaurant, basically when it was what it was during the fit out. Uh, me and my head's in my hand because the light we're putting in the wrong places. Like, <laughs> just kind of follow me around. Um, to see just if we get a, a commission to the documentary. If yeah. anyone wants to see a documentary about someone opening a restaurant, yeah, um, this will be you know what that is. Yeah. Um, so the camera crew is in there um, on Saturday, and obviously, the, the Irish Times article came out on Saturday, so before this. People knew I was opening up a restaurant, but yeah. no one really knew where. And it was you purposely. kept it
2: very well under the hat. It was
0: by design. Just more, I feel like if if you kind of you know drip feed bits of information, it kind of you kind of lose interest to people. Yeah, the news doesn't like, go back. It's like, is that not open yet? Like, yeah, I feel yeah. like she's been putting up photos of the food of there for about a year now. Mm. Yeah, um, whereas it's just kind of like just give all the information in one go. And let's release the bookings on that day as well. I'm um, and I wasn't planning on doing this whole like, you know, let's release three months and it's it's going to sell out. And yeah, mm. it was more just kind of the only reason I did was for three months is because I'm hoping the restrictions would, would change yeah. and mm. we'll be able to have more people in because we lost half the seats in the restaurant anyway. Yeah. Um, and also, you know, November, December, you're getting it's Christmas time. So you just kind of have to manage those bookings of a course. bit more mm-hmm. carefully. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, yeah, we turned on the bookings and sorry, 12 o'clock on Saturday. And we were just kinda I was just kinda sitting there looking at it. Um it was me and Julia and the manager were just kinda looking at each other and nothing happened. We <laughs> 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 <Yeah>. were <laughs> just turning around time. We were just kinda looking at the screen. I was refresh. like, Oh, maybe we should refresh the page. Yeah. So refresh and August was nearly booked out, um, within a couple of minutes and I was like,
2: Wow. Oh, fuck.
3: Yeah.
2: Um wow.
0: and then, you know, within the space of like a, a day kinda like a day and a bit, like the the three months were gone, um, mm. uh, which is just insane. Like it's yeah. actually insane. I was mm. actually quite overwhelmed. I, w- I
1: went on like I went on at like five minutes past twelve or something like that, and I clicked for like the Friday night, like the second night after opening. And you know, by the time I'd put my details in, it was gone. So then it was like back, and it was like then I looked and like every weekend was gone for August. And like yeah. you know, there was no wee- no weekends available at all. I got open night. I, got open I, night.
0: I saw I saw your <laughs> <in>. <laughs>
1: I got open night and I got October as well. So oh really? Was, okay yeah, yeah, too. Yeah. 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 yeah.
0: So, um, exciting times! Yeah, it is. It's it's quite. It's just it's just mad. Like it's mental to think. Mm.
2: Just kind of you know. What? I don't I don't know of many chefs in Dublin. We've talked to a lot of chefs on here, and like you know, who we were talking about the signature dishes that you had in Clabrassa mm-hmm. House. We were talking talking about like what you're doing. I can't think of many chefs who have what you have just done, like and could do what you just done. Have just mm. have opened a place off your own back. Have while still doing all this stuff that you do with Boujo and kind of. And suddenly you have a restaurant that's booked out for three months. Mm-hmm. Yeah. While you're also collaborating with knife makers, mm. you are picking every little detail out. Like how the hell are you doing this? Like mm. what like
0: I don't really know. And like people people ask me that like a bit and I don't know. Like I suppose I don't I don't sleep very well. <laughs> <In> <laughs> I don't gen- sleep at all. In general, like I've I just always kind of not been a great sleeper. So I tend mm. to kinda just have a lot of time. Um and I, I just I don't know, I just kind of I like working. Yeah. I'm not I'm not into like, you know, doing back break and work and you go in at 6am, you leave at 2am. And mm. even if I was to do that myself, I don't expect it of other people. Um, I don't mean like that. And I think everyone should just have a really nice work life balance. Mm-hmm. And I do as well. Like I I'm in restaurants, I would go for drinks with friends. I see my family a bit. Um, I don't really know how, how I kind of fit it all in but yeah. I just I just know that I do
1: Well the support you have in the industry is insane people can't speak highly enough about you so like you know, it, it's brilliant. It's brilliant. We I had Eric Matthews on a couple of weeks t- ago. He was talking about you in the highest regard. Yeah, you know, and I think everyone just talks about you in the highest regard.
0: I yeah, I'm, Eric did a collaboration with Bujo. Um, a a
1: oh, fabulous burger. Uh, oh, that was probably really it. Was one of it was really one
0: good. of one of the. Do you know, one of I'm, the gonna, ones I'm gonna throw it down. I'm
2: gonna throw it down here between myself and Eric. <laughs> <laughs> okay, between because Eric, if you're listening, still think that I still think that the Big Love Burger <laughs> just <laughs> cinched you at the post.
0: <laughs> oh, I, I actually <laughs> I will actually be able to get the the actual stats on that like I can give you (laughs) an actual like analysis on who's Who's sold more? If that makes sense. Okay.
2: Well, do you know? But you I'm you
0: t- not going to do that. <laughs>
2: <laughs> well, then do you know what? I'm just going to say that. Um, yeah, I'm. I'm pretty happy. We should do another collaboration.
0: We should. We should
2: do it. That's and burger. That's bang and burger. We
0: should. Yeah. That's absolutely. That, we will. That'll be interesting. Yeah. now. Yeah. That'll
1: be interesting. Well, we're we actually, fighting over what we're going to put in the.
0: Jess. <laughs> Jess. Jess. Uh, Jess Murphy from Kai is up next. Yeah. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So she's. Mm. She's doing. Um, <laughs> of course, she's doing something that is just outrageously delicious. Mm. Like. Yeah. Jess is one of my favorite chefs. In Jess country. is. Absolutely yeah. incredible. She like, is an mm, insane. Mm. Like, I was
1: at Kai on Wednesday, but I got there at like 11 a.m. and I was about to drive back to Dublin and they only they were only doing like pastries at 11 a.m. Lunch and start till 12. It was devastated. Kai uh, is
2: one of those restaurants.
1: It's actually kind of like,
2: kind of like Edo in the way that like when you walk in, you just feel at home. Yeah. And when you eat the food, there's a level of restorative quality mm. to it. Like then just the way that she runs her kitchen, the way, like and Jess is a person as well. Is just like she's she's brilliant, like- and
0: she's just sound, and she's like just this is how like welcoming and sound. Jess is like she was in Dublin a couple of weeks ago, and I saw she was in Dublin, and I sent a message like, "What's the crack? Let's go for a drink." Mm-hmm. And she was like, "Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm just I'm just outside Rosemary, like having dinner. Come come meet us yeah. for a drink. Or whatever." Got there and like. It was it was full on. It was like her wedding anniversary or <laughs> like, <laughs> Come on, <laughs> I'm it. Like, and it was it wasn't even like you know, it wasn't even a small number. I can't remember. It was like a big wedding anniversary. Hers and and, and her husband obviously. And yeah. you know, I was just kinda like are you are you sure you want me <laughs> to sit down and have a drink? She's like, yeah, yeah, come on, babes, have a drink. I was like, okay, <laughs> cool. <laughs> she's just so welcoming. Mm. She's an amazing, amazing chef. Um, mm. Anyway, she's doing the next next Bougeau Club. That's uh, Yeah,
2: super. Yeah. So w- one thing that kind of strikes me about everything that you've said there, like between what you're doing in Bougio with the collaborations, what you're doing with the knives and the collaborations, the chef supper, supper club, we're going to kind of come back to that mm-hmm. yeah. a little bit. Collaboration seems to be a huge part of what you do.
0: It yeah. is, and it's it's something in Bujo that we've been doing since the very beginning. Um, and not that we're like the first in the world to do a collaboration. Obviously, we're not. I mean, people have been doing collaborations for years, but definitely there was an element of us being kind of the first probably fast casual place that was chef led and chef driven to collaborate with other chefs. Yeah. You know, we've done collaborations with some incredible people. Um like even you know Mikhail, Eric, yeah. yourself, and um, we had over the fire cooking, yeah. who yeah. was like he Derek Wolf's just like an incredible, mm-hmm. incredible person. Um Nick Solares, yeah. like we've yeah, done yeah. collaborations with like some really, really up there people. Um and it's just it's just something that is it's fun. It's mm-hmm. fun for me.
1: We are available everywhere you would normally get your podcast and, of course, Headstuff podcasts. We are part of the Headstuff Podcast Network, and if you would like to support us, you can now through Headstuff+. Plus. Signing up to the Headstuff Plus community not only helps
2: your favourite Irish creators do more of what they do best, but you also get a heap of bonus content from every show in the network, regardless of which So you support. So jump on and buy us a pint or a cup of coffee and support us through Headstuff while receiving some great bonus content. Fad Camp is a comedy podcast about the ridiculousness of fad diets and diet culture hosted by me, Grace Mulvey and me, Connor Dowling If you have a body of any kind, chances are you've crossed paths with at least one of the bizarre diet trends we cover in our show And between me and Connor, we have done nearly every fad diet there is Juice cleansing, fasting, the potato diet Which is actually a real diet by the way and we don't recommend it So join us as we try to make sense of the madness that is diet culture Find Fad Camp everywhere you get your podcasts and make sure to follow us on Instagram and Twitter at Fad Camp Podcast. At the start of the show, we mentioned our local fresh and tasty sponsor, Hop House 13. So in this section, Grania, we we're going to ask you, what is hoppin'? We want to celebrate some of the most vibrant and local food experiences Ireland has to offer. And there are many. So tell us about something you're excited about. Maybe it's an outdoor dining experience you've had recently. Maybe it's a restaurant that's launching. Maybe it's a book. Maybe it's a project you're working on. And remember, always drink responsibly.
0: So, um, I'm actually opening up another place. (laughs) (laughs) Just on the side, you know. Just on the side, yeah. I like my Sundays weren't busy enough, so I'm going to open up a 200-seater cover. Yeah.
2: (laughs) Just doing a whole new series of uh, pop-ups. They run. It is a, yeah.
0: Do you know It's actually something That I, I I would love to do I think initially in May Like I just need to focus on The reason why we're <laughs> doing Tuesday to Saturday Yeah is, I'm like is, Girl, you <laughs> sit down <laughs> <laughs> Calm down Calm down yeah. um, I'd love to do Like a really epic Sunday lunch um, Oh yeah Like for me There's 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 a few places Like basketball You've an amazing one When they mm. do it locks. do a really good one Locks. Oh there's my There's very God, few places savage. That do yeah. you know A really really good Sunday lunch That's something That's going to be On Butcher the card for May
2: What's your perfect Sunday lunch
0: oh like honestly even in general like I know we're, are we gonna do that whole like debt roast stuff um, oh we're gonna
2: yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah
0: but like perfect Sunday lunch would be like a proper roast like for me roast chicken like if you do it properly oh I my god mm. um, but in terms of restaurant, like a, a nice nice little strip loin mm. beef or like Mm. lamb oh you know lamb. when you get a nice bit of braised lamb, bit shoulder. Of braised lamb shoulder bit of braised lamb shoulder like, do you
2: know what I love with lamb a, a, like a turnip more lamb a swede <laughs> yeah and more lamb generally just be like yeah can I just get a side of exactly what my main is <laughs> see, see this
0: plate can I get this on a side plate so it doesn't look greedy so yeah what? so what's
2: <laughs> happened like is there any anywhere you're really excited to go and or check out
0: yeah um, yeah chapter one uh, obviously Mikhail's taking it over and I, I really want to go in there um, you booked in I was booked in and I had to cancel cause the, the restrictions. Oh no! Yeah, I like I had booked in before um, I, I knew you had to be, you know, double vaccinated. I, yeah. I've only got one job at the moment, so. I'm actually um, kind of
2: playing a lottery with the same that I ho- I'm hoping. Same. That yeah. I get my second badge. <laughs> Your
3: second badge? <laughs> just going <laughs> to stick it <in>. no No. <laughs> keep going. Keep and
2: going. There, hoping that I get my second... <laughs> I'm hoping that I get my second vax in time.
0: To, um, I just imagine you go around with loads of those little badges like, I got the vaccine. Uh, yeah. Hoping to get my
2: second vax in time that I can actually legitimately go in there. Yeah. Um, looks amazing. I was talking to Sean, uh, the sous chef in there, and just about how the first week has gone, and everyone seems to be buzzing. Yeah. yeah. Um, somebody who I was talking to, said it was the best meal they've had anywhere in Ireland.
0: I'm not surprised. And it's that's, just that's, in, that's in
2: week one. Yeah. yeah. Like, Can you
0: imagine what it's going to be like in week three. Like, yeah, it's just gonna keep getting better. Like every time I went to the greenhouse before, it just kept getting better. And you're like, no, this is it. It can't get any better now. And then you go, and then better. it's just way better. Yeah. And you're like, oh my god, was it even better? Yeah, i <laughs> um, so I'm really really excited about that. Like, but it's it's unfortunate now that, that I couldn't go because you know obviously every restaurant in the country decides to close Sunday Monday, and that's your days yeah. off. And yeah. there's a few places you can go on a Sunday Monday. I'm um, I really miss Forest Marcy when when, uh, when Sweeney was there. Just uh, like, like uh, that the was. Perfect bread, Sunday. The, yeah. Always like it was mm-hmm. just a perfect atmosphere. Perfect atmosphere. Yeah. I've just developed a list now. Sorry. That's okay. That's <laughs> all right. We're all, we're all fluffing our lines so. <laughs> here. Um, but
2: yeah, no, that's a, I actually, I specifically do miss that long counter as well. Yeah. Yeah. And amazing. Joe, that's something
0: that we're, we're going to have in May, but we don't, we can't have it. Um, you know, purely because of the restrictions, mm. we're, we're obviously we're missing mm-hmm. nine seats at the bar, but we have a bar there in the centre of the restaurant that people will be able to dine on. Um, and that's that's going to be a big and part of it.
1: Is there anywhere else in Ireland that, like, you know, your favourite restaurants, where do you love to go? Like, you know, if restrictions are all lifted now, where are your favourite place to visit for for food, for drinks, for everything?
0: I love Ox and Belfast. Um, it's it's just one of those places like Stevie just does it so well. Mm-hmm. Um it's, you know, just really, really, really good food. And then the little Ox Cave as well. Really nice wines, yeah. cheese, yeah. charcuterie. I'm um, loving en masse, um, yeah. really loving en masse. You know, just yeah. sitting, sitting at the bar. Same kind of vibe, just having really tasty small plates. Small plates, yeah and, and just nice wines. I um, obviously love eto love Always, yeah. Bastable, um, again, like their Sunday lunch was just out yeah. of the world. Yeah. Locks as well Um, th- again Sunday lunch Um, everything is always kind of based around Sundays when you're yeah. in the industry <laughs> yeah. but even like in general like the food and locks, is just always really really solid like mm. really really good I think they have a new head chef as well in locks, I think do so. They? Yeah, I'm, I i don't know. Maybe oh. I'm just making stuff up now, but maybe I'm, I just think so. <laughs> <But> <laughs> I, we'll I we'll, do we'll do. take it. Locks, Locks, there's <laughs> a reveal. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> lock, lock, like, Locks <laughs> is always so good, and also, like, I'm really looking forward to going into Clum Russell House. Um, I was gonna ask yeah. you now
2: that Jimmy's head chef in yeah, there, yeah. So,
0: like, Jimmy, yeah, he's like obviously we worked together years ago in Pichet, um, and he's such a good chef and he's working really good places. So. That he, the fact that he is now the head chef and they're kind of doing something different, mm. I'll be really excited to go in. I kind of, I only ever at there once. It was after the big grill. I think I went Fingal and, and Lee Turning. Yeah. We went in at like ten o'clock or something, and the lads were cleaning out. And it was like one of the only nights I've ever been off. Um, yeah. That that I was working there and had dinner, and it was really good. But I I would have really liked it gone in, as it was, as me. I yeah, know, I'm yeah, not yeah. making any sense yeah. do you know what I mean yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> but like I'm really looking forward to going and seeing what they've you would love to go done. in as a
2: punter but cooked for yourself like that <laughs> exactly kind of like, like yeah. I want to yeah. go
0: in and have the hot smoked trout and I want to have the hash browns and I want to have the whiskey aged beef yeah, 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 I mean? yeah, like yeah. I can make it at home <laughs> <laughs> get, it's, it's not the same I mean I could give it a dabble yeah. but like yeah no I'd, I, I'm I, i really looking forward to seeing what they do
2: I mean do you know what like I've never seen something get the reaction that the hash brown fries have. oh my god yeah Like, just amazing.
0: People used to come and have them as a starter or, like, order them as dessert and all. Um, (laughs) Order them as dessert, yeah. Fair enough. Like, fair. And they they were. There's something that, like, Yeah, I might do like a little homage to them and on the menu in May. You know, maybe one and have it as a little something, something.
2: Maybe have it as a a little base. Maybe a little base. Maybe
0: there'll be a bit of chicken liver on there. I don't know. (laughs) Maybe you can just do everything. Yeah, just uh, base for everything. (laughs) The base for everything.
2: There's so many applications that you can use a a hash brown fry for. There is, like, there is, and you know, it's vehicle for everything else. Yeah,
0: (laughs) I mean, they they are so good.
2: I think you should petition the Catholic Church to replace communion wafers Where with hash brown fries going like so that, that literally
0: I mean come here like you just a little fryer on top of the altar can you imagine
2: yeah just like can you
0: imagine it's like sticking them in people's like mouths when the, they come like, up for communion they, like how, they,
2: how much the church would be would be getting back into it if they were like yo the body of Christ except it's one of and then they're kings like they're given
0: the wine and you know yeah, they'd be the like, chalice and you're like swirling it Was and you're this. like oh it's actually a gorgeous oh. Beaujolais it's a co- it's coat to pee <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
1: here we go <laughs> so we're, we're talking about the church we're talking about the church yeah. and um, we talked about a minute ago we talked about roast chicken and we talked about Sunday lunches yeah. we talked about you know things that you really really love so like we kind of touched on it a minute ago and you were talking about debt row meals but the way we like to do it is we like to do a little bit different and we like to call it The Devil's Dessert <laughs> <laughs> so basically the same premise you know we're kind of talking about if you're, if it's you know the devil's going to take you away and you know you have one last kind of meal and it can be a meal that's like vast and you know as many courses you want and wherever you want in the world yeah. with whoever you want okay. but then you know what is your menu What, where are you for one
0: I feel like I feel like we're just taking Death Row Meal and we're reaching here <laughs> <laughs> listen it,
2: well no because Death Row Meal you kind of like whenever I picture Death Row Meal I just picture yeah, in you know cell. kinda in a cell eating like a rubbery T bone <laughs> with some like some mashed potatoes that have bits of asbestos in it.
3: Like <laughs> this delicious. is like
2: the devil is kinda being sound here. It's going, listen, going you can you can be in different parts of the world for different courses. We'll snip it. Oh <laughs> yeah, okay. like, yeah. what like what, what music is playing? What are you what are you wearing? What Jesus. What, what <laughs> the, what, Excuse what, me? What, is the, what does the floor feel like under your feet?
0: Oh, my God. How long do we have? Um, okay, let's see. What What would I have? Um, I I would go to... I would, I would be in Paul Bear.
3: Oh, yeah. Yeah. Okay.
0: And, and I, I would be having, like, just a big plate of drolls. Oh, uh, yeah. And a big piece of bread. Yeah. And, like, loads of garlic butter. Loads of garlic loads butter. Loads of garlic butter. Bit of parsley. bit of parsley. Just um, simple as... Just, to be honest, kind of anything in their menu. Um... I would just, I went to this amazing restaurant when I was in Perpignan. Got, like, that's another oh, yeah. story. Mm-hmm. I feel okay. like I need to come in and do a second episode. Like, I've got mad, mad stories. <laughs> I like. <Have you>? <laughs> do it as a piece of bonus content for <laughs> heads So Plus. Yeah. yeah.
2: yeah. mad stories. <laughs> there go. There's the jingle for it. Um,
0: yeah. I went into this restaurant called Le Deville, um, and they didn't speak a word of English. And I went in, and it was this amazing place. And they had this fridge, and in it they had, like, wagyu, they had that's not
2: the place is it like that's like in the middle of the French like outside Perpignan where it's like they've been cooking it's like the beef place
0: yeah it is is it oh you the went Deville. there yeah yeah oh my okay like, don't even ask them to Perpignan it's literally the Leitrim of France like I, <laughs> what got, did you know what? like I got there and they were like how did you even get here like yeah I was on my own they were just like do you even drive like I, I was in the middle of nowhere I got attacked mm. by a wild dog like <laughs> a guy came out in a tank top like it was like something from Texas Chainsaw Massacre <laughs> like or something literally. they like literally they were like how did you get here like it's <laughs> like I got a taxi from the airport <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> cost me like a hundred quid I'm really lost um, anyway so I had to like not stay in the, the vineyard that I'd book because it was literally the middle of nowhere and the, the couple were really nice and they drove me into Perpignan Village and that's so I found out the Ville people were just like, you have to go to this place. Yeah. Um. Just Yeah. The, there was wild cats that were rescued from trees. There was like... Anyway. So where was I? <laughs> you I, I do this yeah. a lot. Yeah, yeah. So I went to the Ville. They had this fridge. And it was just full of this like, just amazing, amazing, world-renowned quality meat. And they had yeah. this galician beef. And the guy the chef basically he has his own little section so it's separate from the kitchen and you go up to the counter you're like i want to i want to you know i want to i want some beef from the fridge Mm -hmm. and he's like i don't know what you're saying just just pointing je voudrais (laughs) beef and he's like okay comes over asks you what you want kind of goes through it you don't understand what he's saying yeah yeah and then you pick your beef, he cuts it, weighs it, and then cooks it in front of you on a grill. And it's just, like, it's so simple, but it's just so, so yeah. good. So, so good. Um, and the care, and the detail, and the, the flavor. And then, you know, I'd, I'd want that steak. What and did you go for? The glycine. Yeah.
2: Oh, beef. yeah. Retired dairy cow? Like, that kind of, like, yeah. super like yellow fat, like, just, yeah. yeah. And
0: like, just... The, the marbling and you know it was actually more expensive than the Wagyu as well yeah. um and I think it's it's a thing of, it's going to be a bit more chewy it's not mm-hmm. going to be as tender as Wagyu mm-hmm. yeah but it's um of the flavor. flavor the flavor, the flavor of the Absolutely fat you incredible. could just eat it on bread yeah mm-hmm. actually like side note the other night I was like at home and I like didn't really have any food in my gaff so I had like I had rice I had an egg I had soy sauce and like other kind of bits I was so, like I'm mm-hmm. gonna make some fried rice and then I remembered I have A5 wagyu in my freezer <laughs> oh, <yeah. laughs> it's like, it's that, like, that
2: old chestnut
0: like <laughs> like this from a girl that doesn't even have milk or bread and something. it's like literally a piece of little wrapped up wagyu in the freezer so oh, I like yeah. ma- made egg fried rice and just like got the wagyu sliced it really really thin and just put it on top and it just kind of melted in oh. oh my god oh my yeah it was like Rick from Higgins gave it to me like a couple yeah, of months yeah. ago and I just kind of like put a bit in the freezer and was like I'll do something with that and, and you did I forgot, something and with I that. forgot about it, and I remembered, and I was like, "Nice." <laughs> nice. <laughs> um, sorry, I'm sorry, I always, I always go off mad. Tackles. So yeah,
2: we're we're talking. So de- yeah,
0: and we have the beef, have, have a nice steak there, all the sides. I want like cream spinach. I want crispy onion rings. I want braised onions. I want chips, hash browns. Why where are, are you for this?
2: Like, so is this in?
0: Oh, so is that what it is? Why pick a restaurant? No, it's well, no, not even a restaurant. S- it's
1: like anywhere in the world. Oh, where are you have a starter.
0: I? Did I not have a starter? You I feel like it? I had a starter I feel like
1: I had a starter as well Oh I did In Paul Bear I oh, was yeah, yeah. Oh, the oh yeah The Girauds We started yeah. off in Paris
2: Okay. <laughs> start off in Paris then You get attacked by a dog In Perpignan Yeah.
1: Start off in Paris Head south <laughs> yeah. Perpignan south. is
2: this? Perpignan south yeah. Perpignan is south The funny thing
0: is This is actually something This all happened It was at different stages Yeah Um. Oh actually Do you know where I, I got a black axe mangal In London Oh yeah mm-hmm. I'd, uh, have, I'd, ha- I'd have the flatbread
2: which the lamb off of flatbread yes yeah, yeah. yeah. oh uh, my I'd, god
0: I'd, I'd probably have a couple of those <laughs> probably uh, yeah uh, basically anything else in the menu really there um, For- oh and you know where I would go smoking goat oh, oh. And yes and get the chicken wings the chicken and wing- the, the f- lardo fried rice yes oh like all of that give oh. me the menu And a beer. It's like always my first stop when I get when I got off the plane in London. Straight to shortage. Straight to shortage. Don't even go to the wherever I'm staying.
2: A a bintang and the fish sauce caramel wings. Yeah, and
0: the the pork skewers. Yeah. Oh my god. Oh my god. And just like a pint. It's like twelve o'clock in the day. Amazing. You know you're gonna have like a a weekend of just doing this, and it's amazing. Mm -hmm. And where else then? Okay so yeah It's looking pretty big I'm having a lot of food No but yeah, you yeah, know yeah.
2: It's okay there you're, You have a bottomless stomach here Okay You can just keep going
0: Perfect um, I, Do you know where I really want to go Um, Like I love cheese Yeah I, mm-hmm. I love cheese more than I love most things Okay um, Like I love cheese Not a massive dessert fan Okay Like I would eat it If it's on a tasting menu. Um or if I'm somewhere where it's kind of renowned for dessert, but mm. I'd never order it otherwise.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: Um I'm just just not really I'm not just not a sweet fan. Yeah. Um so cheese is, is my number one. Um I really want to go to Shea Bruce. Where's Shea Bruce? In uh in London. Okay. It's a one star and like their cheese offering just loves it. Is it like uh, a cheese
2: trolley, like old school Yeah,
0: and it's just I don't know if it's a trolley. Actually do you know when I was in um the Waterside
2: mm-hmm. in
0: so it's a three mission star in Bray their cheese was amazing. Oh yeah. my god. Just, just to clarify, this
2: is Bray in England. Not Bray like, <laughs> Not Bray. He's yeah. there just
0: in there's the first three missions are in Ireland. It's in <laughs> yeah. Bray. It's
1: in Bray. Let's <laughs> go from the harbour bar. <laughs> yeah. No, it's Bray England. is home to a few great restaurants in so, Bray in England. Yeah, the Fat Duck fat as well. Duck, yeah, fat
0: yeah, yep. Duck's literally just around the corner. Yeah. Um we, we walked over we walked by it. Um but we didn't go in. But we I had a meal on the water side and it was incredible. And the cheese at the end. Greenhouse do actually well, when Mikhail was there yeah. before, do a really, really good cheese as well. Mm-hmm. Um where else? Actually the the bar and in I had it in the dairy in Clapham, your yeah. Robin Gill's place. Yeah, yeah. And he does like that truffled bar and wet uh, walnut bread and honey. Oh my god. Mm. Oh, it's insane. Oh That's insane. That's really good. I'd have a bit of that as well.
2: You know, actually, one of the, like, I'm just putting in one of my most memorable things I've ever eaten was a cheese course in Relay in Copenhagen.
0: Oh, and I'd say so, yeah. It's actually a
2: very you course that I can think of. Like, just thinking about it now, I can picture it on any of your menus. What was it's it? Basically. Hash brown fries no, Yeah <laughs> Hash brown fries with an easy single No it was basically It was um, a, a fresh slice of sourdough That was still kind of warm from the oven With grated Danish unpasteurized blue On Ooh, top of it Nice And then they basically There was like sorrel uh, A couple of herbs just in there But it was, they, they were just grating this cheese on And it was frozen And it was melting into the bread oh. As you grated it And then um, yeah Just a bit of local fresh honey Yeah And it was like
0: that's what you want you
2: know like it's the difference between being like oh there's a bit of cheese there's a bit of cheese there's a bit of quince eat the cheese yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it was like there, there there was thought there yeah yeah. yeah, yeah.
0: and then there's, there's so many amazing cheeses now, like Young Buck Blue is oh. one of the best oh, cheeses yeah. in the world and Costa tira, Shepherd's Costa Store tira. Mm. there's just yeah. there's, there's so so many beautiful cheeses and then oh like more. Oh, the French so. Goethe oh it's yeah. one of my favourite cheeses in the world like mm-hmm. it's just so beautiful
2: just any like a delice, any double cream yeah, kind of yeah I, d- I
0: don't think I've ever come across a cheese that I didn't really like. Yeah. Actually, no, that's not true. I did once. I came across cheese I actually really didn't like. What was it? I'm not going to tell you. Oh, <laughs> it's, oh, mystery cheese.
2: It's mystery cheese.
0: Mystery, mystery cheese. cheese. <laughs> <I'm> go- <laughs> <laughs>
2: that'll, be, that'll
1: be on the second episode as well. There'll be a section called "Guess That Cheese." So we have we have a devil's banquet rather than a devil's dessert. Song. So we're talking. Yeah. We're
2: starting off with a big bowl of rolls with a load of garlic butter in Paul Bear. Then we're going to Perpignan. And you're having a Galician, a Galician ex dairy cow mm-hmm. debuff. de boeuf, just like crispy fat, deep yeah. ruby meat, flavours unbelievable. Bangin'. Then we're doing basically a road trip around Ireland <laughs> <to> eating cheeses <laughs> which sounds we'd stop off in London to with, have a little oh yeah, around some barbecues oh yeah don't forget about London with, yeah just uh, you know while you're there you may as well pop up to brat over a and go to have a little yeah. a yeah. little turbot just have, have a little yeah. have a little
0: smidgen of turbot yeah
2: why not it's a serious um, demo, this certainly. is like do you know what like some people are just like I just have a bowl of chips like, <laughs> <laughs> just get it over with go on like, <laughs> I like how you've basically kind of gone okay so it's an infinite number of courses <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> okay I'm, gonna, <laughs> how, I'm, gonna, I'm the, gonna I'm gonna work with that how many courses A day? (laughs) I'm going to do that by 70 years. How
0: many? Like, what's the limit here? It's like when I go to London or somewhere, France, or wherever wherever I go on my little travels. Pre COVID, obviously, um, people would genuinely be asking me on Instagram, like they they'd be replying to my story and be like, "Do you actually eat all the food though? Like, do you <laughs> yeah, actually yeah. Story or, of you, my life. or you just? Can I, a lot of time I'd be there on my own as well. You know, you go to Lebury, yeah, Darren yeah. would be looking after you. You just send you out like everything. It's amazing, but it's like it's a lot of food, and I would eat it. Like mm-hmm. I I eat a lot. Um, and people just They're like Nah there's no way There's no yeah. way You can even enjoy it When you're eating that much it's Like mm. oh you watch me Oh you me. can yeah. yeah you can Look me in the <laughs> eye And see <laughs> the enjoyment see you, the come, you come and eat this with me And tell me you would eat it This is what we it. do This is what we do
2: And I think that's a perfect note <laughs> <laughs> Grainne uh,
1: O'Keefe Thank you very much
0: Thank
2: yeah. you uh, We're so excited To see what you have In have in store Be it from Sustainable Perfect Burgers To uh, the the tribute to your grandmother and her namesake in May. Mm. And probably the the nine books you're working on in secret, the TV <laughs> show. Yeah, yeah. Um, Probably doing something, probably training for a marathon while but, you're out. If,
0: if anyone would like to give me a TV show, that'd be great, by the that way. free yeah. on Sundays. Absolutely, yeah. <laughs> that also
1: goes for us. We'll take a TV show as well. Yeah, I'm, yeah, yeah. I'm we should, oh, we
0: should do a TV show. I think so. We
1: Let's do. just throw that on the pile. Yeah. Um, yeah. I think that available. you are literally like Hermi- <laughs> like Hermione
2: in Harry Potter with the little thing that lets you do ten things at once it's absolutely incredible um, listen you are a legend and we're yeah delighted to have you on uh, thank you so much Gráinne O'Keefe for being our guest on this week's episode of That's Bangin'
0: thanks Amel
2: and thank you very much wonderful listeners for taking the time to listen to us today we're back next week with more tales and adventures talking all about the culinary landscape of Ireland and thank you to our wonderful
1: sponsors Hop House 13 there, what's hopping.
2: And where that's banging.
1: Get the facts, be drink aware and visit drinkaware.ie
0: This show is part of the Headstuff Podcast Network, a hub for the creative and the curious. Shows are produced in association with Headstuff and the podcast studios Dublin. Find out more or become a member at headstuffpodcasts.com.